All right, welcome to the Common Denominators podcast. This is Ryan, Adam, and Kyle. We're uh, we're down a man tonight. We're missing our boy Lance. Uh, he's he's being a good father right now. As many of you guys know from a previous episode, uh, Jackson uh, suffers with uh, pulmonary hypertension, and so he's in uh, Missouri this week getting a, a procedure that's hopefully going to help him out and help him cope with with that disease and. So, so Lance is out of town, and uh, we're certainly going to miss him. But I, I got to just ask: there's a, there's a million things we're going to miss about Lance, but uh, let's all take our, our top one. Yeah, I'll go ahead and jump in a little bit inside baseball here. But we kind of work on an outline and kind of a show plan before we do this. I know sometimes it quite doesn't quite seem like that, but we usually have halfway of a plan. And the majority of time, Lance is fully responsible. Well, let me back up. All the time, Lance is responsible <laughs> is for – Is the majority equal to 100%? Yeah, yes, majority equals 100% in this case. Lance is responsible for putting that outline together and kind of getting it all all our random thoughts processed into one. So, officially, the podcast that Lance missed, we don't have an outline. The glue is gone. The glue is gone. We, we threw some thoughts on a white sheet of paper. So, shout out, Lance, for your outline work. But it's a good white sheet of paper, so don't, yeah, don't yeah. turn us off just yet. Well, I got to say, I don't know if you guys noticed last week, but uh, two of the hardest times I've ever heard Lance laugh on the podcast were things that I said. It really lifted my confidence, <laughs> and uh, I'm a little bit worried I may not yeah. make it through. You guys get, really need to pick me up. Do we have a laugh track, Adam, on yeah, our mixing I'll, board? Yeah. I'll add Lance's <laughs> laugh in here a couple times. <laughs> Hopefully, I'm not going to miss this, but uh, Lance also books our sponsors. So um, if you didn't hear a sponsor at the beginning of this episode, Shout out, Lance. You messed up on this one, but um, that's what I'll miss. Yeah, our mar- marketing team consists of Lance. I'll I'll, miss, I wouldn't be I'll, surprised if he came home with the St. Louis Cardinals <laughs> yeah. for this the next episode. I feel Budweiser's probably in line. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what we're going to do without that five grand off this episode, yeah. but uh, hopefully we'll, we'll make up for it in the next one. All right, so this episode is going to be a little bit different. We uh, typically have a, a series of segments, and uh, we're not going to do that for the for the first time. So... The denominators took a little trip this weekend. We went camping with our families. And uh, with any camping trip, there are lots of adventures, lots of stories, events that happen uh, that you don't expect. And, uh, you know, one of our favorite times is sitting around the campfire because you start at one place, you get from A to Z, back to A real quick. You have no idea how you got there. So funny topics and questions that came from, from around the campfire. So this episode... We're going to pull back the curtain and uh, let you guys into our camping trip. At least most of it. Some of the things that around the campfire stay at the campfire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are all your things, Kyle. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, boys, you ready? Let's, Let's roll. roll. All right, so like, like we mentioned in our intro, lots of stories for the weekend. Uh, unfortunately, my weekend... Didn't really start out that well. Uh, every, Adam, every good camping trip needs a disaster. Yeah. And luckily it was you this time. Adam didn't come till day two, so I'm not even sure he knows about this yet. But uh, part of the hookup is is water. And uh, a good camper always goes in and makes sure that all of his water faucets are turned off because there's no sewer at this particular campground. Yeah, so there's limited space. Whatever your tank will hold, it'll hold. Yeah, if you're not familiar with campers, there's a tank underneath that'll hold a certain amount of gallon. So uh, within the first hour, I hear a blood-curdling scream, which is my wife. It was heard across the entire campground. (laughs) And she is saying, there's water, there's water. Well, the... uh, you know, the little thing that goes inside of a sink drain that plugs it up. Yeah, a little stopper. It was in. It was mm. secure. And the faucet was on. Oh. So probably for a good five minutes, I walk in, and there's an inch of water in my camper. Oh, gosh. That's a tough scene. Luckily, my camper wasn't level, so it was, it was on one side. <laughs> it was but, running down. Yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> didn't take the time to level it. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, that, was, that wasn't good. I, I got it cleaned up pretty quickly. And, uh, you know, then I got the extra... Uh, kick down down south it was i saw water running out from underneath the bathroom door so while i'm cleaning up everything in the kitchen area the bathroom door was shut i didn't realize that there was also a faucet running within Ooh. the bathroom which filled up the tank that you mentioned yes. just a few minutes ago so Kyle. we're looking at a good 30 gallons of water that's filled yep. up the tank so luckily uh, i called it quick and i happened to be in the camper for that but uh, my wife brought six towels for the weekend 
and I used four of them within the first hour <laughs> to mop up our floor. So, so, so it was basically there was only two people going to take a bath that day. Well, you can guess which towels I use for the for my showers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the ones that were mop, that I mop the floor up with. Yeah, so. well, you know, tough scene. Well, the bigger question is who left the faucets running? Uh, Catherine, I can't believe she did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to change that? Uh, I'm not here to defend herself. That was yeah. me. I was draining the lines last week, getting all the water out, and. Uh, you know, rookie mistake. Yep, that's tough. For yeah. all you uh, future campers out there, yeah. keep that one in your playbook. Yeah, always check your faucets. Only bad mistakes when you make twice. So. Yeah. Well, not sh- not long after that debacle, we were highly entertained as well. You always find something entertaining. with. Camp- There's always a disaster and always something to entertain you. Well, we had been there a pretty good while, and our neighbor decided to come in. And nice setup, nice big diesel truck, nice camper. Full disclosure, I have a nice truck. I bought for the first time in my life. I bought myself a nice you truck, a nice and, truck. It, and it's it's uh, very particular about it. And I have it kind of parked in front of my camper after I've unhooked. Well, this guy starts attempting to back his camper into would you say an eighty foot site with yeah. a twenty foot opening in the front? Pretty big. Pretty big. Yeah. Pretty big as campsites go. Somehow this guy decides the best angle to back this trailer in is two micro inches away from the front of my bumper. Mm. So immediately I stand up. We're kind of sitting in some chairs, probably, what, 60, 70 feet away, kind of in a circle, just hanging out. I immediately stand up and start walking that way. (laughs) But I will have to give my wife a shout-out. She said, this guy's backing up in front of your truck, and I don't think he knows what he's doing. So immediately, (laughs) ears go up, and I start easing that way. And I'm kind of trying to be nice about it, not run up there and look. And, you know, I'm just kind of getting closer, trying to get in his eyesight so he can see that I see that he's a little too close to my truck. Right, and your wife, who's probably never backed up a camper, knows. She Even she knows that this is not the right method. Yeah, this is not going well. It gets so bad at one point, the guy's so close to my truck that he pulls his own mirror in (laughs) to avoid hitting my truck. Now I'm thinking, okay, obviously you're too close because you pulled your own mirror in, but now you can't even see where you're backing (laughs) because you pulled your mirror in. At this point, I'm just like, and I say, hey, hang on, buddy. Let me just quote unquote get out of your way which then i proceeded to start my truck drive it off into the grass around him to avoid my truck getting hit so i pull up and yeah, I, you ruined the show i had turned my chair around oh, i was like yeah. watching like a, a, a real <laughs> listen, tense movie listen i pull up and i'm just i'll park here when he gets out of the way i'll just back back into my spot well like 10 minutes later after him trying to back this this camper in he finally gets it back in then his wife casually tells my wife well, we're kind of new at this whole thing. We had this is our first time camping. Like, oh boy, oh, you don't say. <laughs> Which leads me to another incident we had with them later in the camp trip. We'll, we can get to later. Well, it's, it's, we're talking to future campers here a lot. You don't flood your camper. Yep. And you're going to get judged when you back in for yes. the first time by everybody else around. So you. do some practice <clears throat> at home. Get your practice, and that leads to another. The guy at the next row up. Tommy Toughnuts. Oh, Tommy Toughnuts had a rough. This guy looked like a professional compared to Tommy Toughnuts. Man, he yeah, I think everybody was there at that point when he was back in. So yeah. that they have these wood beams that kind of surround the camp, your campsite area on a lot of the campsites. This guy was so poor at backing. Now this, this is the type of guy that his truck was almost as big as his camper. Yes, it, it, yes, monster truck. He had the compensator truck. Yeah. 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 <laughs> There's no doubt. And I'm pretty sure he backed his entire camper and truck over the wood, two high wood blocks. Because you could, it was a diesel truck. And he was having to rev it so hard to get the camper backed in there. You could hear it all yeah. over the camper. It looked like, you ever been to a monster truck rally? That's exactly what when it looked Bigfoot's like. When Bigfoot's like got two wheels up on the stack of cars, yes. the other two are on the dirt. Yes. That's exactly what it looked yeah, like. Yeah, black smoke going everywhere. So, yeah, shout out to You've been to a monster truck rally. Adam, have you ever been to one? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've never been to a monster truck rally, but but the the visual was plenty. Well, you have now because you saw Tommy up there trying to back his trailer in. So last name Tough Nuts. Yeah, that brings me to another thing. While we're on the topic of Tough Nuts, of, of Tommy Tough Nuts, <laughs> is there a greater test of manhood that you know than being able to back a trailer? Oh. <clears throat> but you know, I was thinking about it when you were talking about everybody in the campgrounds judging you. The same thing is at a boat dock. Yeah. And if you've ever been around, like if you're, if you, I work in a manufacturing facility and we have a lot of trucks that back into our warehouse and I can see them out my window. And if they're more than three times pulling forward, I turn my chair and now I'm watching. Oh, I've yeah. seen them take 30 to 40 minutes. Yeah. Like they have no clue. 
And it's like, man, these are the people that you're driving within inches of. Yeah. But the, to go back to it, it's the exact same thing on a boat dock as it is in a campground. Yep. When you when you don't have the confidence, everybody around you knows. Oh it. yeah, and then it gets worse. That hey, I'm gonna tell uh, you, man. It's <clears throat> I take pride in being able to back in stuff like that. I mean, I've pulled a trailer all my life. I we you, you stay at the same place up in Gatlinburg, the River's Edge campground. You know how tight those campsites are. They're super tight. This guy, that guy, would have never stood a chance at that campground. The first time we ever went camping there, we had a tight, tight, tight situation getting in that. And my wife's like, I don't think you can get the trailer backed in there. That's all I needed to hear. So I take, <laughs> I take motivation. Yeah, I take pride in those situations. But I, it, it amazes me how many people, and it seems like the bigger the boat or the bigger the trailer, the worse the backer they are. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, let's not start off with something small that I can learn how to do it on. Let's go ahead and buy the 40-footer so I can really look like a horse's ass trying to back my trailer. Yeah. Well, full disclosure, Adam, uh, we knew you were coming day two, and we had our cameras ready. We were hoping that you were going to have to back in. Yeah. And I think Adam would have done a good job because he, he – I don't know. If, I'm not sure if you all heard that, but the uh, fear in our voice was uh, Adam somehow uh, played our theme song at full blare into our headset. That How was, did that happen, Adam? That was exactly. the loudest thing I've ever heard in my life. Speaking of, is it because I was getting ready? To, I was making fun of Adam and yeah. he was backing in. So and hit the button. He did. Yeah, that was intentional. <laughs> I'm pretty button. sure that was malicious. Do we have cotton balls for bleeding eardrums? What How does this work? Oh man, I'm trying to read. What was I even talking about? Yeah, but Whew. so we were kind of excited about it. We're like, you know, let's let's watch Adam. We may have some good content for the pod. Get a good video of him backing in ten mm-hmm. to fifteen times. But unfortunately, he had one of the few pull-through sites mm-hmm. and require no biking backing that's yep. another pro tip for new campers get a pull-through get site. a pull-through site. yeah you don't have to worry about you don't look like a fool yeah no. i wouldn't i, I wouldn't like, have had any issues yeah i feel like adam's a trailer backer so yeah so we finally get there uh and get backed in and one of the things i learned from camping with you guys the first time is that the little inu hammocks are vital yeah especially we're all camping with kids so the quicker you can get those hammocks set up, the better off you are. Well, the problem with this campsite is the trees were either three inches from each other or 30 feet from each other. So the three inches was a hammock that looked like a giant U, which was pretty funny. <laughs> which may be a two-year-old. That's good for the back. They, yeah. made, they made it work, though. Yeah, I mean, they they, they're innovative. I mean, when a kid wants to get in a hammock, they, they don't care they're what They're going to get in there. So the 30 feet required a little bit of engineering so i had to go and i felt pretty good about myself i was like you know what i've got some tie downs in the car we're gonna make this work so not only did i tie one off we ended up with three tied off uh so things worked fine but my kids and apparently the kids that were also with the camp they don't like to just lay in a hammock and relax they like to swing in them as high as they can go, as fast as they can go, and then they want to put as many people as they can. They, they've test every single bit of engineering that's gone into these hammocks. Whatever the weight limit is, they want to exceed it. Yeah. And they quickly figured out you had built a, a, a catapult of sorts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were strung so tightly. They yeah. Did, yeah. We had a fair ride basically going. Yeah. So, uh, so I had stepped away for a few minutes, I think, to go to the restroom, and I came back, and there was nobody on the hammocks. One was laying on the ground <laughs> – and a kid was holding her head. <laughs> and I've come to find out she fell out of the hammock because it broke. We found the we found the limits yeah. of the strap. It lasted a few days. Yeah. And to your credit, Adam, and I think all of ours, we kept looking at it thinking, we probably ought to stop that. Yeah. Can the strap hold We up? knew it was coming down. Yep. But we just didn't care enough about our kids to actually take well, any action. <laughs> I like to say I flashed back to my youth and said, you know what? That looked pretty fun. Let's not interrupt the fun. Yeah. But unfortunately, uh, it wasn't our kid that yeah, hit her head. Yeah, it resulted in a little head trauma, but, you know, overall, not a big deal. Hopefully, there's not a lawsuit in your future, but... Yeah, it worked out. Stay tuned. All right, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break out a new story that I've been saving for you guys. As soon as it happened at the campground, I knew <laughs> this would probably be good pod material. So, at, at this particular campground, I think I already mentioned there weren't sewers, so you don't want to take a shower in your camper because it fills up the tank really quickly. So, you go to the bathhouse. And typically, a state park bathhouse is not a bathhouse that you want to lounge around in mm-hmm. for very while. Yeah. There's, there's granddaddy long legs, moths flying around. You, yeah. you don't, you know, all kinds of bugs. It's somewhere between the Red Roof Inn and the Bates Motel. Exactly. Yeah. You definitely keep your flip flops on. Yeah. So, I, with a seven year old, um, I, I take Grant in there. Where he's, you know, 
washing his hair, getting ready, and I realize that I've got men's, you know, like the gel type of stuff for, for shampoo and for uh, body wash, but I have no, I've forgotten the washcloth, which Ooh. Catherine clearly told me right before I left, right. grabbed the washcloth, yeah. and I said, okay, and, and, it just didn't and that didn't happen. So. Yeah, listen, we do that all the time. So I'm left with a dilemma because he is filthy from a day oh, at yeah. the campground. And I know him washing himself with his hands is not going to work. So He's just going to smear mud at that point. What options at this point, if you're in my situation, what options do you think I've got? You just tear your towel in half, maybe? That's a good one. Look, Probably better than the one look, I use. <laughs> <laughs> look for a wash rag somebody's left. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Getting warmer. <laughs> Un- underwear. How about your underwear? Oh, there we go. There we go. I'm as a dad. You're. I'm thinking through this. I'm computing. No, I, I look down. I see a little pair of dirty underwear that he's been wearing all day. Oh gosh. And I think to myself, you know, if I put some soap in those and kind of scrub them real quick and rinse them out, this will be fine. So he's got. Uh, <laughs> so you wash the underwear before washing your kid with that. Underwear. Oh gosh. I washed him while he's washing and rinsing his hair. I squirt some soap on there. I hand it to him, and he starts scrubbing like a minute before he even realizes. And then he is as mortified as his mom was when she found out what had happened. Like, this is crazy, Dad. Why would you do this to me? Why would you make me wash with my dirty underwear? Even he knows what that underwear has been through the last couple days. Exactly. So that didn't go over too well in the old Smith camper. Well, you know. You know, I I thought it was pretty – Camping's all about. At least it. I washed them first. Yeah. Right? yeah, camping's all. And you, if you turn the skid mark side inside out, it's fine. <laughs> right. Yeah, there's still a clean side of the underwear, mostly. So I will say that uh, we do have a thing too that we we need to post some pictures of. Ryan and I started this kind of thing, I guess, on our last camping trip. Camping long-standing tradition. Yeah, long-standing like three tradition. Three weeks old. It's, yes, it's now two <laughs> camping trips old, but I feel like it's years to come. If you've ever been camping or to a campground, you can say easily that camping people are the most patriotic people mm-hmm. in the world. And I feel like there's some one-upmanship that goes on in campgrounds. It's Oh, there's a lot of one-upmanship that yeah, goes on. Yeah, well, on multiple levels. Yeah. It's trucks, it's camp size of campers, it's this, it's that. Uh, smoking a 12-pound brisket. Yeah, right. Also, yeah. We won that one. We won that battle. Um, but... The, the force of showing your patriotism has really ramped up in the last few years, I would say. And the new popular thing to string across the majority of your campsite is a red, white, and blue Christmas light American flag. So far, we on two camp oh, trips, glory. we've probably seen four of these, three or four of these. So to take you back to the first one, we were sitting around a campfire, and there were some people next to you to the Smiths that were camping, but we never saw them. They had a camper set up. There was never anybody there. And they had one of these strung all the way across the back of their camper. Well, it was probably about midnight, 1230. Whole campground was shut down. Shut down. Other than us. us, We're still burning some firewood, having a good time. We're listening to some music. And we decide, we we haven't seen this thing lit up in two nights. So we decide (laughs) it's a great idea to go light this thing up at the other campsite and take yeah, a picture. You might have had some liquid courage. It might have been a, a <clears throat> pop or two in there, but we, we did it. We went and lit the other campsite. Much to your your wife was not aware of this. You but. trespassed on, onto somebody else's parking spot. Now, my wife was involved. She took the picture, so she's incriminated too. So It was kind of exhilarating. It was. Bit, you know? it was. It kind of took me back to my youth. That's stealing. the most illegal thing I've done yeah. in like 20 years. It was like stealing some yard signs when you were a kid and stuff. It, it took me back to a great time. Posing in, in front of someone else's camper. Yeah. yeah. So jump to this week. We notice, what, four or five sites down, there's old glory. But these people burn theirs all night long. From daylight, from from do, uh, dust to daylight. It was a nice one. It was a nice one. Nice camper. LED, red, white, blue. Yeah. So they had theirs strung up right mm-hmm. by their front door, because I think it had two doors on this mm-hmm. camper. But anyways, it was right by the main door. Twelve thirty ish, one o'clock in the morning. Might have had a pop or two. We decided it was a good idea. 
for picture number two. This time we actually had a this professional. This is when it became a tradition. Yeah, this was the tradition. We had a professional photographer this time, Adam. He's Thank also goodness. incriminated. Um, but yeah, our longstanding tradition, and we'll post our pictures, and we'll we'll keep up mm-hmm. every time we find one. We'll get a picture and keep it posted on until our, you get shot. Yeah, on our Instagram page, which is what do we have? Common, common pod. pod. Yeah, common pod. So yeah, we'll we'll post our our longstanding two camp trip tradition. Yeah, I, I even managed to salute and put my hand over my yeah. heart. And that's harder than you think. Yeah. That's like rubbing your head and patting your belly. Right. And we haven't been caught yet. I kind of run it through my head after, like, if and when we get caught, how do you? Well, how do we play this? Well, you're patriotic. Yeah. And you admire it. I don't. I don't know that most people would be upset. I think if you're going to put something like that up, yeah, you're going to appreciate when other people appreciate it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'd appreciate a 40-year-old man. <laughs> At 1 so o'clock in the morning. Standing, my saluting, yeah. saluting my American flag. Well, I don't think that was their intended purpose. This if, isn't one of those do unto others yeah. that you would have that do unto me moments. Yeah. I don't know if I'd like that. But. And it was kind of weird the next day. So I was walking that direction, and the couple was sitting out of their camp camper. And I'm kind of walking by. He said, hey. I was like, immediately in my mind, just, oh, crap. He might. I'm like, are you the guy that was standing outside my camper last? But he wanted to tell me my two-year-old has been was riding his little scooter back and forth. He's like, I just want to tell you, that, that little kid's so cute and riding his scooter. And he wanted to talk about my two-year-old son. And the whole time I'm thinking, I violated your your space. I got inside your wooden ring on your campsite. I've, I've, I've trespassed. So, yeah. Well, I hate to say it. Speaking of Jack, he wasn't the only one that admired that little boy. No, he was not. While we were there, yeah. a, uh, there was a certain, a certain camper. Well, we figured out it was a 1988 Winnebago. Yeah, in like mint condition that yeah. this guy was uber proud of. I mean, if you're going to drive an 88 Winnebago, you're proud of it right. anyway. And how many times did he ask about? Jack? He asked at least a dozen times. He was just enthralled with with Jack. Just he said he's the cutest boy he's ever seen. Mm-hmm. He was for, impressed. For our new listeners, Jack's your two year old son. Yeah. yeah, and he is a cute little bundle of joy. I have to say, but this guy was just—he was, he was I, infatuated. He was infatuated. I don't think in a bad way. He just obviously was just. He was, <laughs> we had to fill him out. It got yeah. weird. Yeah, it was a little. It was a little bit creepy, especially yeah. when he took his pants off. I was yeah. like, I think that's a little much. <laughs> that didn't bother me at all. Strange. Yeah, of course. I thought it was just hot. <laughs> It was a little warm. He was day. just ta- he was just taking his pants off so he could shower in his underwear. Is what he was doing. Well, that's another that's another new camper tip. Uh, there's a lot. Campers are great people, mm-hmm. but there's always one weirdo. There's always within a your vicinity. Yeah. that you kind of got to watch out for. Yeah, so. and he was it. If you, it had a very Walter White vibe to it, mm-hmm. and we sort of discussed that the Winnebago looked very much like Walter White, and this is old guy's vibe. You know, camping people put out. I mean, how much stuff do y'all put out? We've got two mm-hmm. tables, junk everywhere, chairs, mm-hmm. candles. It's you a, know, it's two hours. To it's pack a two-hour unpack pack-up deal. This man literally had one white bucket lit. <laughs> That's a popular thing right now with people lighting buckets sitting around. They're pretty cool looking, and most of the time it's a white bucket with some sort of logo, UT logo or whatever your favorite team is. This man's lit bucket was a Crisco lard bucket oh that he had used. Yeah. <laughs> it still said lard on the side of it. So that's immediately that, – and that's the only thing he had sitting out. So there is a 95% chance he was cooking meth in this camper. Yeah. You know his wife had to, like, make the crap out of that breakfast in order to empty out uh, that lard bucket. Yes, how Her, much? How much longer before I can make my lamp? Uh, yeah, we don't have that lard, lard yet. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. So let me ask y'all about another event that y'all were y'all were much closer to the scene of the crime, and I'll have to say this is the the scariest I was all weekend. Yeah, uh, I heard an explosion, yes. and it it rattled me. My back was to it. I was probably I don't know thirty yards away. Uh, Adam and and Kyle, I know y'all were firsthand witnesses mm-hmm. to this uh, explosion. Can you kind of describe? Yeah, so what Kyle was a little bit closer than Adam's was. proximity was about ten feet. <laughs> Mine was ten inches. Right. <laughs> so. We decided it was a good idea this weekend. To, I've got one of those pellet grills. We decided this was the weekend to do brisket. We've never done it. This was the one thing we hadn't checked off our smoking list was a brisket. Some men have monster trucks. Some men have pellet grills. Yeah, that's so, right. So that's how you were yeah, showing exactly. out. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly right. So we fired up. We get up early that morning, fired up, go fishing. Everything's going fine, watching the temperature. Well, for whatever reason, about lunchtime, 
my grill goes just stops heating so i'm like oh crap didn't have a manual with me or nothing no we had no internet service phones were terrible so i just kind of have to wing trying to figure out how to get back going so I, i do the power down procedure everything goes out well then i fire it back up immediately and just turn it on yeah well, apparently, the unplug plug back in. That yeah, fixes everything. You know, that's, right. that's like Restart. A, yeah, that's how Russ's whole space program's built. If it doesn't work, just turn it off and turn it back on. <laughs> so I, I do that, and it seems like everything's going to be okay because it immediately I can hear it starting to feed the pellets in, and then I'm le- I'm leaning down listening because there's a blower motor that lights when it lights and the blower motor kicks on that heats the whole grill up. Well, I'm listening for the blower motor, and all of a sudden. It blew. It just, it, everything blew at one time. Lid blows up. It blows. Nothing hits me, but it kind of scares me so much, blows me back. <laughs> if you and had it, hair, it would have been on it fire. It would have been gone. Yeah, <laughs> listen. Eyebrows might have singed a little, but for whatever reason, I guess my auger got jammed up, and it shot all that in there at one time, and boom goes the dynamite. So, yeah. <laughs> but I will report it. Didn't do any damage to the brisket. No, it was a We fine cooked brisket. the brisket, and it was good. Adam, but, what was your level of being scared in that moment? Because you were like, yeah. five feet away at the yeah. most I, I, it, it caught me way off guard because I didn't even know what you were doing I wasn't even paying attention and, and I heard I that also thing. didn't know what I was doing I thought for a second you like picked the lid up and just let it go and just slam yeah. and I was like golly that was scary why would you do that and then I realized no, it, it was much greater and itself. I will say it was so startling Walter White was outside his camper and he asked me if I was okay <laughs> he's like man you alright I'm like I'm alright Walter resume, I'm sure he said plenty he's had a few yeah. math explosions yeah. right. listen it didn't rattle him because he knew about explosions <laughs> but but yeah, so I, my near death experience with a pellet grill, but it was worth it because the brisket was good. I brisket think we're really selling the world on this camping experience. Yeah. I mean, these types of things can happen to you too. Yeah, that's quite. That's what we're trying to do is we're running people away from camping. It's too crowded, and we ain't even got to the campfire yet. Yeah. So look, we we love our kids. There's no doubt. That's that's part of the fun of this is because our kids get outside. They are mainly away from video games, playing in the hammocks you know, riding their bikes, fishing, doing all these things that they wouldn't normally do at home. But just like at home, you're always kind of glad when your kids get in bed. Mm-hmm. Am, I, am I right? Yeah. I mean, can we admit Absolutely. that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll hundred percent. Yeah. Well, the I'm same, pushing for bed at like six, six, thirty. Yeah, right. Well, the same thing's true at a, at a campground. And so for us, that's when you light up the fire, you sit around in a circle and you start just telling talking about random things so yeah. let's switch gears a little bit from events and crazy things that happened to what some of the things that we talked about around the campfire so i don't i don't know which night it was but somebody used the phrase moth to a flame yeah to which my logic quickly kicked in and i've said that a million times myself but yeah i thought that's an old saying that's when like have you ever and I, and I think i challenged the group has anyone mm-hmm. here ever seen a moth go into a flame they hang around lights. Yeah, mm-hmm. not not flames. Bug zapper, yes. And everybody Flame. said, you know, yeah, you're you're right. And so we we were questioning the saying. So the next night, what happens? <laughs> well, we've got a fire going, and one of our other friends that was with us immediately in the middle of whatever was going on proclaims, "A moth in the flame!" <laughs> and we look down, and sure enough, there's a moth on its very last flutter flies literally into a flame and burns up incinerates it and like five to ten minutes later mm-hmm. another moth another moth flies into the flame so i guess i was wrong i'd like to apologize for yep. leading y'all astray it is a thing and i did a little research i know y'all aren't gonna get the answer which is the type of questions i like to ask y'all <laughs> but any guesses where the phrase moth into a flame originated from I, I just figured. I, I'm going to guess it's going to go back to like pre-electricity days. I was going to like guess candle it. light. I, was I gonna, think that's true, mm-hmm. Adam. I was going to guess last weekend at Del Hollow. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we've we've uh, proven before that we really like poetry mm-hmm. on this oh, podcast. Big poetry guy. It actually goes back to Ask a, Lance. Uh, He's big on. I'm writing. surprised I didn't remember this from all my poetry reading, but it goes back to a uh, Shakespeare, mm-hmm. uh, the the Merchant of Venice. Oh, I just was reading Classic. that last yeah. week. I can't Y'all's believe I didn't get that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got that on audiobook. Listen, that's one of my favorite Shakespeare works. Mm-hmm. Thus hath the candle singed the moth. Mm-hmm. There you go. I like moth. If Lance had been here, we'd have made him do that in the Irish accent again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you like to hear my Russian? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that wasn't the only thing that was uh, flying into the flames, or I should say flying out of the flames. Um, 
So the uh, the first night we're there, Ryan has a uh, a stove, not a stove. You've got a really cool yeah, it's uh, like fireplace. a solo solo stove. Solo yeah, it's stove. one of those things they uh, put on Instagram that you watch it for a few months yeah. and you have to buy it. Now we know Ryan's Instagram purchases have not gone well in the past. Correct. But this was one that I, I got to say is pretty nice. Grand Slam. Yeah. yeah. This we thing need to get awesome. them as a as a sponsor. Yeah, yeah, that would be nice actually. So if you're listening, solo. If stove. we can get our logo on there, that'd be yeah. great. Uh, so we had the solo stove, which is great. Doesn't put out a lot of smoke, puts out a good amount of heat. Um, you know, you're you're putting logs into it, and I mean, it burns it down to ashes. There's nothing left to it. Well, we're sitting around. We're we're what six six feet away from the oh, fire. Yeah, we're not like on top of it. And somebody put a, a log in, which we we believe is a trick log. <laughs> this is one of Luke's logs. Yeah, yeah. Luke's the other family, uh, part of the other family that was with us. Your, uh, your cousin, my cousin. Yeah. yeah. And I think somebody had made a mention of how dark and heavy this piece of mm-hmm. wood was. So I immediately it was like, well, this is kind of different. And he pulled it out of a weird bag, too, yeah. like like a velvet-colored bag, <laughs> which was odd. I thought that was odd. <laughs> but not long after he put the log into the fire, it started shooting out embers. Now, you see embers pop, and you're like, yeah. I mean, this thing was like, we, we called it Russian roulette. Yeah. Because it was going... It seemed to be going our direction. It oh, was yeah. a they, lot towards the right. Joy's direction. 80% of them hit you and Joy. Yeah. yeah. And, and to the point, and, and then it would die down, and you know, for a good minute or two, and then all of a sudden they'd come popping again. So you never knew when one was going to fly out and hit you. Yeah, and it was a big pop. And we're oh, not yeah. talking about this, like you said, it happens around a fire. These were hot coals yeah. coming out, popping yeah, out. nice size. I mean, yeah. like, like the size of a dime. Yeah. And, and you could see them like almost in slow motion. You know, they arced and they were coming right toward you like a meteor coming from the sky. Uh, which it did, and later the next morning, I'm seeing like little black spots all over the the side of the chair. But uh, yeah, the Russian roulette embers was it was a fun. Yeah, my, my favorite part about the whole thing was seeing you guys thrash around. Yeah, <laughs> like just wild, going crazy. Like, yeah. but and for anybody that knows Adam's wife, <laughs> she is. Not She's got the theatrics when things happen and go mm-hmm. wrong, as we've <laughs> been very witness to several times. Yeah, right. Some That's things scars. we can discuss, some things we can't. But she was very animated because she has one of these i don't know what those blankets are made of but it's kind of like that tight looking wool stuff that like even gets close to any kind of flame it just goes up it's like polyester or something so she caught a couple of those into the blanket and she was flailing around and yeah it was, it was quite entertaining <laughs> i recommend everybody get them a trick log for the campfire it's, mm-hmm. it, that was a good solid hour of entertainment i think it's tricklog.com yeah that's it you so, sponsor so kyle you're you did something around the fire that um, was, I've never been more proud of you and thought this is really dumb. Yeah, probably more dumb. Than, mm-hmm. I mean, it turned out fine. It turned out fine. Tell, tell, so this night, I have no idea how this even happened or how we got into this, just like most yeah. campfire things. But I mean, tell, well, tell so everybody we, what you did. I think the last night we had burned all our trick logs, every piece of wood that was within a square mile of the campground, we burned the first two nights. We had some late nights. So, our other, the other friends, other family, Luke, he brought out, he's got a propane stove fire, which is pretty cool. That's 100% smokeless, if you don't know. Mm-hmm. But anyways, it had lava rocks in it. So I think somehow we, and this was the, this was the very thing that the moths flew into, by the way. Like so, a moth to a propane and Like a moth to a propane <laughs> fire. And so we got to debating about lava rocks. Well, what makes, you always see these in fire pits. Any kind of fire, well, they always put lava rocks. And I was like, we got so we kind of branched off on it. I said, "Well, you know, a lot of rocks they cool really fast. I don't even think they get hot." Well, and also this particular fire was going in, was in a circle. Circle, you yeah. know, you're you're dealing with propane, so it's a it's a almost a perfect circle yeah. where the flames are coming up. Yeah, and it's they're just kind of coming straight up, and they'll flicker in the wind a little bit if there's any kind of breeze. So we start debating the merits of lava rocks and how they're not you, that hot. You were talking about how porous they were. Yeah. We're a real rock expert. Yeah, I so, didn't know that about you. Well, oh, no, no, you got a rock collection that... I know. Yeah. I should have said disappointed. That, yeah. <laughs> so we, we reach and grab one of the lava rocks that's on the outside of the fire ring. It's fairly close to flame. Pick it up. It's like, well, it's kind of warm, but it's not hot. And we pass it around. So then that proceeds to kick in my competitive part of me so somebody said why don't you grab that rock right out of the middle of yeah, the flame yeah I, I bet that rock's hotter or something mm-hmm. like that which proceeds me to stand up and stand over the fire and start debating whether i can grab this rock out of there real quick you know karate kid style it was like a scene out of jackass yeah very much yeah. very much out of the same 
I'm Kyle Binkley, and this is Jack. There was there was a lot of encouragement to do it. I heard one discerning voice, which I think was my wife, which that's good to know. She's still looking out for me. She wasn't thinking life insurance at this I, point. I was encouraging. Yeah, there was a whole lot of encouragement. <laughs> I think her words were, don't use your dominant hand. Yeah, and we ha- I think there may be a video of this, too. Oh, good yeah, thing I, with I've Adam. Got, I've got footage. Okay, Ryan's got the footage. But if somebody's going to stick their hand in the fire, you got to have footage real. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, there again, might have had a pop or two. But anyways, long story short, I was able to – I went in the first time and, and got a little little singy, a little breeze picked up and kind of – but then I just went in, just snapped it right out of the middle, pulled it right out. It was very much like Mr. Miyagi catching the fly. Mm-hmm. With the two, with the with the, uh, with the chopsticks. chopsticks. Yeah. It was like you said at one point this weekend that if you were an animal, you'd want to be an eagle. Yeah, and that's exactly what it was like. It was an eagle picking up like yeah. a field mice. That was a campfire discussion. Yeah, I went. <laughs> I, I, inter, I channeled my inner eagle and went down there and got it. That was impressive. And I can report, lava rock was not hot. Mm-hmm. Myth bunk. There's some kind of miracle rock. They just don't get hot. So, I, listen, don't try this at home. All right. So one of the bigger debates uh, of the weekend. Is and I'm gonna ask a, I'm gonna ask it in a way so the audience that's listening can come up with their answer before we give them our answers. So there is a uh, a disease. I think it's a disease that older people get hmm. where they lose their memory. Horrible disease. It's not dementia, mm-hmm. and it starts with all. Starts so, with an A for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody at home or listening to this Three probably, syllables. probably knows what it is. So there's different ways to pronounce mm-hmm. this disease. Apparently yeah. I didn't know before the weekend that there were two. <laughs> <laughs> so I, that's what I would call Alzheimer's. I was on the other side of the aisle. <laughs> now when you say Alzheimer's, you're spelling it A-L-L-T-I-M-E-R-S, yeah. right? Alzheimer's. That's, I think I knew it wasn't spelled that way, but yes, that's how it's pronounced. Phonetically, yes. I'm surprisingly, I'm on the other side of the aisle with this. I was on the Alzheimer's. Because it does have a Z. Yeah. I thought that was silent. Yeah. No, it's silent. (laughs) And replaced with With a T. T. (laughs) To which your wife might have had the line of the weekend. She said, no, dummy. Alzheimer's is what you order at Cracker Barrel. Yeah. (laughs) With the smoked sausage. So shout out Catherine on that one, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think that uh, unfortunately it was uh, I was the only male in the Alzheimer's camp. I think, I think all uh, yeah. it was. Uh, so uh, I, maybe like have, most males call it Alzheimer's. Yeah, and most females call it Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. Did I do that right? Yeah, Alzheimer's. Adam, what I don't know. What do you, what, 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 what you, you follow? I don't remember. remember. I, well, full disclosure, I was in the Alzheimer's. Oh, it's good to have camp. a friend. I, but I think it's a it's a. Let's call Lance right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lance, could you call in? I think it's a word or or phrase that you would often mispronounce almost intentionally. Like yeah. Some people call it old timers. Right. O L D. Yeah, I've heard people say that. So too. I, I think it's technically. Alzheimer's, but yeah. that's a weird word to say. I would, I think if I was just saying it, I would say Alzheimer's. So maybe I probably fall into, I may be switching this one. Somebody's at your door there, Ryan. Yeah. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> so yeah, we, well, we haven't really resolved that, but I feel like there's a, I think it's a medical and then there's a, the every man and, you know, no. pronunciation is the word I'm looking for. We're probably going to get some letters. Yeah. And, and look, we didn't we're, we're not poking it. fine at all. Oh, no, not at so all. It's yeah. just, you know, we're not, we just don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah. Listen, and, and, and we I also have to say the next story, Kyle, I think you should tell. Yeah. While we're, we're on, also not making fun. While of, we're on disabilities, mm, let's continue. Okay. Well, let's it's, continue. It's really not a big deal to make fun of people with Alzheimer's. They won't remember it. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> it's a very forgetful thing. Uh, so I've been camping for decades now. I, I camped as a kid. All the years I've been camping, I, and then this is well, the. We, st- we start, somebody starts talking about the handicap yes. stall or yeah. shower or something. Right. Those and I was like, and I made the statement of, I, it always kind of blows my mind. There's always like three or four handicap sites that are completely paved. They're accessible, which is great. hundred percent for that. But I said, I've never seen anybody handicapped camping. Just, I don't know why I just never had seen anybody. I literally said these words. I have never seen a handicapped person camping and Ryan, what literally happens Within 10 seconds. I heard a zzzz and a lady in a motorized wheelchair zips past the campsite. <laughs> and our friends go, listen. It was a whisper. Right behind 
you turn, do the slow turn, and I see it's like slow motion, a lady on a rascal scooter just going by. It's one of those, what are the chances? Yeah, what are the chances <laughs> of that? So, Of course, you don't have to be handicapped to be in a rascal. You just have to be really out of shape. Yes, that's true. So we're not sure what the deal was there. But or she, not want to stand up when you're getting your groceries. That's yeah, true. Exactly. That's, oh, yeah, that's a whole other podcast. But yeah, so... Shout out to the lady in the black rascal. She covered about 40, 40 miles that weekend on her rascal scooter. Which I might say, Ryan looked pretty envious of the rascal scooter. It had some speed. Yeah. yeah it surprised me. I could go faster than that than I can on my bike. <laughs> yeah. it's, I, al- it's almost like she heard you and she and she zoomed yeah. over. Like It was kind of like the motorcycle gang riding by to let you know they're there. Just, hey, this is a little <laughs> shout out. I'm here. I'm watching. On patrol. Yeah, I'm on watching. Patrol. Well, uh, one of the other things that, that became a theme is when you're sitting around a campfire you're usually just staring at the campfire, but you're also looking at people's legs and feet. And uh, I noticed... uh, Apparently. We noticed quite a few things. One of the things that I noticed that shocked me the most was the size of Adam's feet. (laughs) Adam has... I I looked at him for about five minutes to get up the courage to say something because I was like, are they really that big? I was looking at Is it the low light? Is it, yeah. Yeah, what is it? Is Is the fire make his feet look bigger? You're seeing double. Yeah. Did they not have the the right size shoe (laughs) and he had to buy too big? Did he get a super discount on those and it's just super cheap and he got the... I always always buy my shoes six sizes too big. (laughs) I even crossed my leg. For room to grow. (laughs) (laughs) I even crossed my leg and put my foot over kind of close to Adam so I was doing the visual I didn't know you were doing any of this, by the way. Right. Well, yeah. so and for fairness, you're what? How tall are you? I'm I'm about six two. I'm a little bit taller than yeah. Adam. Yeah. And Adam's about six foot. Six foot. And, and I wear a size eleven. Yeah. Which is what I consider a normal size foot <laughs> <laughs> for a man my size. But so Adam, can you can you tell what what's your shoe size again? Fourteen. A fort. Fourteen. Fourteen. On a on a six one, six foot. What are six you? Foot, yeah. Six foot. Six foot. Now one. I have like a six six nephew who's, you know, one of these kids that you know, something was in the water and he's just enormous and he's a fifteen. And that's the mm-hmm. biggest foot I'd ever heard of. I've I've had a couple of pairs of fifteens before, yeah. but I think generally it's about a fourteen. <laughs> Man, if he would ever grow to his foot, we're talking Shaquille O'Neal over here. Maybe we need to do a post a picture of the, our feet lined up next yeah. to each other. As a man who wears a, as a man who wears a ten or a ten and a half, I felt like just left behind when I was sitting next to Adam. It's like <laughs> he could ski without skis. He's got you know. Yeah, you I, know what? It's funny you say that. I had a girlfriend one time that like tripped over one of my shoes. She goes, "Get your skis out of the way." <laughs> that was the end of that relationship. Yeah, right. Get that was all I had to do. Yeah, Adam could have been probably been a professional swimmer as well. But you I gotta imagine something we kind of talked about, like. It's not all bad having a foot that big because every time I go to Academy and there's a half price sale on like a nice pair of Nikes, like, man, mm-hmm. what's my size? You can't ever find 10, 8, 9, 10, oh, 11. You can find plenty of 14. Yeah, it's always either a 6 or a 14. Yeah. And I've got the, eh, it's not all bad. You get yeah. some pretty sweet shoes for a I good know, price. I have to disagree with you there. I think they make like one 14 and it's usually gone. By you get, and I it's get usually there, all yeah. solid white. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's two lefts. Also, a couple of old man things I noticed going on. I'll, I'll keep this short on Luke has the old man bald legs from where he wears his work socks. Yep. They, those were real hairy up top, mid shin. It up. was almost like a tan line, but it was mm-hmm. the hair. Hair. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, our brother Kyle over here. Tough um, scene right here. He Every old man that you've ever seen walking around your neighborhood at the grocery store that has on shorts has on what type of socks, Adam? They're white. Why? Where white. are they where are they pulled up to? As far as they'll go. Yeah. <laughs> I busted a hole in the end socks. That's exactly what Kyle had going on. It was probably two hours into the fire. We look over and I'm like, What are Kyle, what are you wearing? And he's got on his old man white yep. socks pulled up mid mid shin. Yeah. Is that a normal uh wear for you? No, or it's is actually special? as you can tell tonight I have the no show socks on. No. So how do you go from a full length well, to a no-show? That was, here's the real story behind that. So I got up. That's the morning I went, got up early and we started the brisket. And then I put on my waders. And there's a river that runs down beside the campground that has trout in it. So I put my waders on and went down and trout fished after I got the brisket on. Well, I always wear my long socks because my wader boots so they don't rub against the side of your leg. Yep. You know how okay. that goes. But I have no defense for the reason I left them on because I fished from... <laughs> 6 30 a.m to about 9 30 a.m 
And I spent the entire rest of the day in my long tube socks. And night. And night. And part of the next morning, 1 a.m. or so, in those long tube socks. I don't have any defense for that. Well, at least there's some logic behind yeah. it. Okay. I'm feeling a little bit better. In case any, in case your camper flooded again, I was ready to put my waders back I thought up. this was a new like wardrobe choice. No. That was... But I will say, it's pretty. as the night got cooler, it was nice to have the majority of my leg <laughs> covered. By my, yeah. The only thing cold was my knees. I got to so. tell you, on a side note, when you came back from fishing with your waders on, you look like the guy from, I know what you did last summer, <laughs> the fisherman. You had the, the hat, the full waders on. Full camoed out, holding a thing of trout. Yeah, your wife. Your wife was slightly alarmed. She didn't. Oh, it was very alarmed. I didn't know what that was. She didn't know who it was at first. So, So Kyle and Ryan have the full size campers. I had to rent a pop up camper. So ours had a bathroom in it, but it was like it was basically like peeing in a bucket, which we didn't. We decided we didn't want to do. We didn't want to have to empty that out. So we used the uh, facilities around the around the campsite. Well, at four o'clock in the morning, speaking of old man, when you got to get up to pee, I laid there for about five minutes thinking, okay, what are my options right now? I could, I could disassemble this toilet bucket, use it, and then figure out how to dump it. I don't even know how to make the thing work to begin with. Or I could put on shoes, socks, clothes, and walk the quarter mile to the bathroom. Or I could just use the tree that's right outside the camper. I used the tree. That a boy. That's exactly what you did. And and I start. We started out with a pop up. I think Ryan, y'all did too. Yep. I can't tell you how many places in this country that I've peed (laughs) in the middle of the night right outside the door of the camper. That's just that is the only option. Well, what was eerie about it? And of course, it's four o'clock in the morning, and you don't actually see anybody. Right. And and most people are going to be asleep, but you can see plenty of windows. Oh yeah. From where you're at. You know, and, and even some tents. There were some tent people yep. that were staying. So I don't feel like anybody saw me. And I honestly could care less because I'm sure they would have done the same thing. Right. But it was a little bit it was a little bit nerve wracking. And it's always weird because a campground, if you've never been camping, a campground is the quietest place oh, yeah. in the world. Especially mm-hmm. that one for some reason. It's in this kind of sound like a full water. Oh yeah. It's just <laughs> all you can hear that, that pee hitting the ground, just that <laughs> noise and you're like adam said you're looking around like this one old woman scooter woman's up recharging her scooter and she just peeks out the window and sees i it. remember rustling around about that time i didn't know what it was yeah. that's what it was he thought your what camper waterfall he thought his camper was leaking water again <laughs> something i want to swing back to to kind of switch gears a little bit and adam and i just had like a five minute conversation about this this weekend but one thing that i enjoyed more than anything and this i guess this is part of why i love to camp and camping with friends is even better but all our kids, there were four couples there, and our kids ranged in age from two to probably, what, 10, 11, somewhere in that range. Of course, you have the typical things with kids. They'll they'll argue one minute, and somebody falls, and yeah, and then they're good to go. And But anyways, long story short, out of that whole thing, the thing that I enjoyed the most was, and we kind of touched on this just briefly earlier, I don't think my kids spent any time on their tablets. Mm-hmm. They were nasty when they – at the end of the day, I've never seen – like. It's one of those when you give your kids a bath, you have to clean the bath because, uh, you know, it just leaves a dirt ring, or that's what I always call them, dirt ring dirty. And uh, that was the best thing about it. And it got me thinking as a parent, we kind of live in a new time where you're kind of doing battle with not only our stuff going on with looking at screens and looking at our phones and looking at our computers, but you're also kind of fighting their urge to do that too. Both my kids have little Amazon tablets. And, and it was refreshing this weekend to have no tablet time. Now, in real world, that's not going to happen. Let's just go ahead and say everyday life. Because honestly, there's times I need them to be on their tablet so I can do a few things that I've got to do. But where is y'all's comfort level with your kids as far as screen time, tablets? I, I would say, first of all, it depends on the day. As in, like, is it a weeknight, weekend, school night? I mean, we're in the summer now, so like... I don't want to say all bets are off, but on a school night type thing, it's like an hour at the most. And then on the weekends thing, I try to limit it to like three hours. I hate to say it, but I mean, I've gotten to the point now where I've had the internet in our house goes off at 10 PM every night. Like it shuts down. Well, for them, it and you shuts can, down. And you can hear the groans at 10. Like, oh, yeah. Ugh. That's the only way. And the reason that I had to do that is because I got up, old man, in the middle of the night to pee, which we also discussed. Yeah. I apparently, I'm, I'm in the pee camp. Yeah. Ryan, yeah. you're not in the pee camp, no, right? We can talk happens. about that in another, another episode. 
uh, got up in the middle of the night at one o'clock in the morning and noticed that my daughter's room was still, light was still on. I walk in there and she's laying on her stomach. My other daughter is asleep. She's laying on her stomach watching the iPad at one o'clock. I'm like, what are you? Turn it off. <laughs> Dad of the year. That's it. Internet's <laughs> off. Yeah. We're going, we're moving to the woods. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, listen, my daughter, so bad. she has a little tablet and she has this app that plays the fan noise or, mm-hmm. or the baby music, you know, the, you know, the whatever puts, supposed to put babies to sleep. She has gotten to where she plays that at night. She got to playing that to go to sleep at night. We can't go to bed with it. Now, I'm, I'm guilty, too. I have to have a fan. I have to have noise when I sleep. But she literally has to have that thing playing that little music in order to sleep. So now we have the tablet in the room plugged up so the battery won't go dead playing the music all night. So, which that, I'm not sure. Not an issue with that as much. But I don't know. I've just, I struggle so much with, like, how much is too much? And we do we do the same thing. I don't know what the right answer is. I think it's different for different families and different situations. I don't judge anybody for wherever they land. Right. I think, but for me, I have a personal like line where I feel like if they spend more than we'll just take a, a summer day. I know they're at home for all day, but anything past like three four hours of yeah. like total screen time, yep. drives me crazy. And yeah, I, and I don't I'm not saying that's right. It just that's my line. And I'm always, I'm the one that's like, y'all get outside. You know, you've, you've been in here for two hours watching TV mm-hmm. and playing games. Turning, and I want to slowly turn into our parents, get outside and get some sticks, yeah. boy. I literally just want to lock yeah. the door and make them go outside because when they get out there and do that, they have a time of their life. They right. love it. So, yeah. But they are so addicted to the games that that's yeah. what they're drawn to. So, And listen, we're just as guilty because we're say. not addicted to the games per se, but it's Facebook, Twitter, yeah. Instagram whatever which i've made a i have gotten off social media which is I, i'm kind of cleansed now but boy like those first two weeks i'm like oh boy what i i've, I've downloaded what do, do, what do you do in that three seconds of downtime you've got yeah, exactly you to feel? so i had i have downloaded a card game on my so i'll play that you know when, when you gotta go to the bathroom you gotta have your phone to do something <laughs> yeah. so the, my two vices now are some, a card game and a stock market you've just so, grossed out every female that listens to our yeah, pod by yeah, the way exactly i could see my wife's nose turned up right now. Yeah. oh my gosh yeah so she does it. but anyways that was kind of my thing I, maybe we should have an expert about these things on at some point and really get some good answers but yeah it's it's tough man i don't know about it i'm not living in a world where my kids aren't gonna be on any of that stuff but well you touched on two things really quick one was the content they watch and yeah. you mentioned youtube kids and i'm i hate youtube kids but it's a whole lot better than youtube because oh, yeah. i think the biggest thing and i don't want to turn in this is not a parenting show per se but i mean if you're not watching what your kids are watching you're in trouble because yeah. i mean we all get lost in youtube and you can go down a mean rabbit hole really oh, quick yeah. and they can learn about stuff that you didn't think they knew anything about yeah. really fast too so yeah. i would say like the content that they're watching like it drives me crazy too and i'll tell them okay get off youtube kids watch right now media or right. watch pbs or something like that you yeah. got to watch you can't watch this you can watch this if you want to yeah so speaking of guidelines let's go back to, to a, another question that this this may be a denominator split you know we're usually split 50 50 on every question the question is is one of the things i've learned about kyle over really from camping <clears throat> is that every night before bed this man must take a shower he can't hit the sheets without a shower. When's That's the last accurate. time you hit the sheets without a shower? It was probably back sometime when I might have had too much to drink. <laughs> I just kind of <laughs> fell over. But I had my clothes on, so it was a barrier. It didn't mess my sheets it's up. A barrier. <laughs> okay, so we it's know. Been a long and you were in the field. Time. We yeah. know what what uh, side Kyle lies on. Yeah. I, I don't think y'all know what side I lie on. I don't know what Adam lies on. Actually, Lance, I've texted him secretly. Oh, and so got, Lance. He, he's I'm sure got that wasn't vote. weird at all. Lance is involved. Yeah. Hey, Lance, do you shower before yeah. bed? That's I just left it at that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> just question. So. And, and to note, my wife was not on board with this when we first got married. She was, uh, I didn't do a lot today. I'm good. But I would like to report I fully, fully transformed her. I don't know mm-hmm. if she likes it or not, but she is transformed. She takes a shower too. So. All right. Well, let me real, reveal Lance. He, he stated to me that... He only takes a shower if he's done something extremely dirty, like mow the yard. It's <laughs> <laughs> not what I was hoping That's for. That's his line. Uh-huh. So we, we got one, we got two extremes here. Or two extremes. The yeah. One to one. Or something. Adam, uh, I would fall into that camp as well. 
I, I don't need into Lance's camp. I don't need to take a shower before bed unless I've like worked out or cut the grass or done something disgusting or I realize I hadn't had a shower in three days. Yeah. It's probably time to go ahead. And... Well, I hate to say this, Kyle, oh. but I also fall <laughs> in the Adam and Lance camp. This is the first time since we've had four. Yeah. That we've had a, an I'm uneven vote. I'm a man here, on an so island. You're, you're on an island. Yeah. I have a thing about clean bed. I also wash the sheets frequently, even though I take showers every night. And my wife does too. Your pillow is probably a lot cleaner looking than mine. Oh, yeah, yeah. pillowcase comes yeah, off. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's, that's uh, it's a tough island. Hopefully, some of our listeners out there can back me up. So let's close. <laughs> I've got a, you know, we've done drafts before. And this, this came from a campfire discussion that. I don't know how Wayne's World came up during the campfire. Do y'all have any memory of this? Uh, I th- uh, if yeah. I recall, we were talking about somebody was. Oh, we, we okay. So we had a, some music playing, and I think maybe Bohemian Rhapsody came up or something, and somebody yep, referred right. to that. And there was a remark that at one point that was not going to be the song in in Wayne's World. Correct. And that Mike Myers or somebody insisted that it was. Yep. Uh, and then that brought up a point from Ryan who okay. said... I missed all that because I was staring at Adam's feet. Of course. <laughs> but I came in on... We, we've realized Ryan has a foot fetish. <laughs> yeah. I came in on the Wayne's World, and I professed that I've never seen Wayne's World, to which all of y'all are like, what? Oh. Completely locked the conversation. Could, Record scratch. Yeah. What? So the question tonight, that's an example of a movie that you say you haven't seen that shocks other people. Which we were going to discuss, but we decided to put the, the zipper on for the podcast. For the podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I've uh, I've also... Is brought, Lance involved again? Lance is involved. Attaboy. Um, I've got, I've All got the way from St. Louis. How many rounds do you want to go? Two? I've got a couple, yeah. Yeah, i got a couple. You got two? We can mm-hmm. go two rounds? Okay, yeah, sure. I've got two from Lance, so who wants to start? Adam. Adam's ready. Fire. Uh, I've never seen Star Wars. Holy crap. (laughs) Just cut the Uh, podcast right there. Any of them? Any of them. Holy. Okay. I haven't seen any outside the first six, and I thought I was bad. That was on my list. I was a little bit hurt that Adam stole one of my choices. (laughs) Yeah, see, I'm on the other But I'm glad he did because you have not seen one of them. Oh, man. That's almost impossible to do. I mean, I've I've seen bits. He's he's winning. But never sit. Yeah, there's no topping that. (laughs) I mean, I've seen bits and pieces of them, but I've never sat and watched. Do you know who Luke Skywalker is? Yeah, I mean, I know the general plot. See, I'm on the other end of the spectrum. I'm a huge Star Wars. So I've seen all the movies up to probably the last one just because kids and all that everything going on i saw went to theater to see so uh, granted outside the first original three which were before i was born or right as i was born but yeah that's whoa whoa that's, that's gonna be hard to top that's jarring <laughs> so i, I kind of I, I don't know if that's a good thing or bad yeah thing. i had a uh i had kind of a I, I went with the classic and more of a contemporary that i've so i'll go with the classic first I have never seen Gone with the Wind. I mean, everybody, nor have I. Everybody knows. I haven't seen it either. Yeah, so, you know, that was like, if you look like top 100 yeah. movies of all time, it's either one or two. Casablanca is always up there, which I've never seen That's that, either. that either. Yeah. Maybe we should watch that one night. We should. Be like movie critics of Gone with the Wind. Yeah. A watch party. With our live. I have a feeling I wouldn't rate it number yeah, one of all time. Probably not. <laughs> I feel like you're probably right. Okay, that's a good one. Um, so I'm going to go a little bit newer. Uh, and I think, if I remember correctly, there's a poster over here behind me on the wall. Oh, come oh, on. Man, this is I, Yes, it is. It is the same poster. That's I jar. have never seen The Hangover. Oh, boy. Oh, that the, any of them? There's more than one? <laughs> I think there's Are you three. Serious? Is there three now? Yeah, there's three. three. No, I didn't, know there was, I didn't know there was more than one. You well, need never to see seen the first one. First one's... Second one's pretty good too, but I thought the first was the best. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, they milked the second, third one kind of milked the franchise yeah. a little bit, much like most sequels. Yeah. All right. All right. Give us a Lance? Lance. Give us a Lance one. Both the Lances hurt me to the core. <gasps> Almost as bad as Adams. This is jarring. One of the best sports movies of all time. If you tell me, Rudy, I'm gonna smack him to the phone. It's not on his list, but it wouldn't surprise me <sighs> by the fact he hasn't seen this other one. I'm getting ready to tell you. Hoosiers. Oh, my. No, oh, well. Listen. That's a good one. Lance, you just stay in St. Louis. You are not welcome back around the <laughs> unless, table. Unless you watch it on the way home. Oh, boy. 
That is an all. I would put that as a top ten movie of all time. It's up there. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh! When he measures that goal, is there any better moment oh, in yeah. there? Uh, it gives you chills. Oh, man, we need to well, we need to do a draft of top sports movies. At oh, some point. that one's up there high. Okay, all right, back Woo. to Adam. Um, I'm rattled. Well, this is you're probably not going to appreciate this one. Spider Man. I hadn't seen any Spider Man movies. <sighs> I've seen all superhero movies. I mean, I, I should, I should right full there. disclosure. Like I like movies, I, I especially comedy and action movies. Yep. I'm all into it. I just, I don't get into, I'm either a realistic or completely unrealistic. I don't like a mix of the two. Yeah. Like star Wars. Is that not unrealistic? Okay. That's, okay, that's the exception. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This one, my next one. I think you're back around. <laughs> We're coming new age hey, this listen, time. I'm over. Yeah. A little more new. Well, yeah, it's a modern movie, I'd say. It's not not new by any stretch of my... I always hear people talk about that, and I do not know why I've not seen this movie, Reservoir Dogs. I've never seen that movie. And everybody talks... You know, they had the special release where they had all the different colored guys. Apparently, that's mm-hmm. part of the movie, but I, I don't know why. It's on my list to see, but I don't know if I've just never caught I, it playing on TV or... I'm not sure if I've ever seen it. I'm like familiar... Doesn't it have, like, Steve Buscemi in it, and he he's mm-hmm. one of the guys in it. It's always on the list of like top fifty movies. It's always in there, and it's supposedly great. But I've never, never watched it. Full disclosure: only up to like the last year, I'd never seen Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, I just barely I covered that base. It, it took me ten years to see Braveheart. Whoa! So, yeah. Hmm. All okay. Right. Well, feeling right, my, very my vulnerable here. Yeah. We gotta watch some movies, boys. My next one um, may shock you. Forest. Gump. Oh no, man! I fix to say, in <laughs> the podcast, Kyle, just, it's over. I, I, mine was is similar to Adams. I've never seen any of the Avenger movies. I haven't either. either. I've seen all of them. Those are great. It was it was that between that and planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah, I was going to share with you. <laughs> I've also never seen that's that. a good so, movie. Yeah, that's it. It's a good movie. Those aren't pillows. I grew up with comic books, so those were how my list. I think if you you're either a comic book fan yeah. and love those movies, yeah. or you don't care anything about yeah. them. Yeah, I like them. I, for me, anything in the last ten years, I probably haven't seen it because we just don't watch movies. I feel anymore. like it's a movie at some point. Well, I don't know. Your boys would probably be into them now. I feel like that's one of those you sit down and watch with your kids. Like Jack sit down and watch some of the Star Wars stuff with me. So I feel like that's something he'll want to do. Sit down and watch those at some point. Probably the comic book movies, but it's kind of surprising. All right, let's let Lance close us out here. This one hurt almost as bad. As it his first cannot one. hurt as bad as Hoosiers. Let me t- let me tell you that he sent me four. We'll go. We'll yeah, do let's give Lance's him full list here. here. These are the other two that I think were quite as bad as the as the one I'm getting ready to mention. He has not seen The Godfather. Oh, mm-hmm. and <laughs> this one made me laugh. Dirty Dancing. Oh gosh, I've That's seen okay. that a thousand times. That was when we were growing yeah. up. My mom had that movie on every time it was on TV. Oh, yeah. When you're growing up, you have a girlfriend. You always oh, try yeah. to lift like, her oh, up like yeah. that over your head. Yeah. You realize how much it strength it actually takes well. to yeah. do that. <laughs> All right. But drum roll, drum roll here for the one that's just shocking. Lance has never seen The Goonies. Oh, man. We've got to get that boy cultured. <laughs> He's missed so Adam many... felt sad for him right yeah. there. Oh, man. It's a great... It, well, it's on TV, like... Baby Ruth. Daily, also. So he's never gotten all the Baby Ruth references all these years. Yeah. Mm. we got to get him cultured. And Chunk. We had a Chunk. Yeah. Throwback one time. Didn't yeah, he's it. probably just sitting over there like, what are they talking about? Yeah, what about? are they talking about? <sighs> Poor guy. Well... The other one I was going to throw out was Free Willy. Never seen it. Oh. I remember going to the theater. My grandmother took us to see that when it was in theater. Free Willy. Well, boys, that's a podcast. That was fun. Wish we'd have had a fire and a couple yeah. of pops to go. By the way, way, we'll mention we had a great time camping together. Uh, I feel like the Rays are getting fully involved in the camping scene, mm-hmm. which is fun to see. It's fun to watch. It's kind of fun to watch somebody mm-hmm. get wrapped up in the camping scene. Y'all are teaching me how to be a man, Yeah, that's which right. is good. Uh, Adam, how long? What's the over-under before you get a camper? Well, uh, I was considering it this year until you told me the camper sales were through the roof. So I may have to wait until the apocalypse is over or at least has died down a little bit. But, uh, yeah, we're, it was, uh, if, if the kids had their way, we would have driven straight to the camper store. Yeah. And picked it on up the way on the home. Way. Yeah. It is fun. Anybody's never camped. It's got kids, especially in our age range and even older. Mm-hmm. 
listen, I don't want to advertise camping too much because it's crowded already and it's hard to get reservations, but it is fun family activity and we always have a blast doing it. So. Well, and also we're not exactly roughing it. No. I mean, I think we've mentioned that Kyle had a smoker. He smoked a 12 pound yeah. brisket, which was fantastic. And listen, our first order of business is plugging up the electricity and turning the air conditioner. Uh-huh. So oh, absolutely. We're not, we're not roughing it. We, Adam heated his beds overnight one night. It got cool. <laughs> we, got, so. we got so cold we had to turn the heated beds on. Yeah, so listen, we're, we're not advertising for the tent camping. <laughs> We had homemade ice cream. We yep. had uh, fresh fish tacos. Yeah, that we had were, some trout fish tacos that were flopping around an hour yep. earlier. They so, were good. Uh, yeah, we ate like kings for yep. sure. We had a good time. Let's, mm-hmm. let's do it again. I was camping with the denominators. There so it is. Y'all enjoyed it. Have a great week. That's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. The denominators are Ryan Smith, Kyle Binkley. Lance Jones, and me, Adam Ray. Thanks to Chet Roberts for providing our music. If you like what you heard, please hit that subscribe button and tell a friend. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at CommonPod. That's C-O-M-M-E-N-P-O-D. And if you have a question or a comment for our group, or you'd like to submit an idea for a future podcast, please email us at commondenominators at gmail.com. That's C-O-M-M-E-N-P-O-D denominators at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening.